0: Hi, welcome to the Gathered Bones Worship Podcast. I'm your host, Bart David Warren. And um, this episode, I uh, took the opportunity to send my my dear sister, Karen Faith, a series of questions. Uh, and then she uh, recorded her answers on to a, a recorder and then sent them to me. So the way this episode's going to work, uh, I'm going to read you the question, and then I will uh, insert her audio response. So it's not quite a, a real conversation, but it is. Um, we did get to spend some time together recently, and it was good. But I think that you'll be encouraged by the things that she has um, sent and, and the words that she shares. I think that uh, we'll just lift your spirits and, and bring you closer to God. So The first question that I sent my sister was, as one who worships or adores God, tell us a little bit about your life with God, and how did you fall in love with God?
1: How did I fall in love with God? (laughs) Um, I think that, um, you know, a little bit by a little bit. Um, I knew uh, God as a youngster, and um, so I've had a long walk uh, with Jesus, but um, I didn't really get uh, close to uh, the Lord until um, I was much older. But um, I know that um, even as a youngster, I was um, very aware of His presence all the time. And um, you know, without going into to yucky details or whatever, um, I know that um, in the darkest moments, um, the most shameful moments when everything was quiet, but shame was very loud. Um, God was louder. <laughs> His presence for me, Um, was unmistakable. And in the best moments of my life, um, uh, the greatest uh, things, his presence was unmistakable. Um, I would not want to go through a battle without him. I don't want to go through a celebration without him. Um, I know that as, as a kid, um, i was bullied somewhat i was awkward and shy and chubby uh, pretty similar to now and um i think that um i felt lonely a lot um on the human side but i was always aware that um that he walked with me um he was always very present and i still think about um emmanuel god with us i'm just always aware of his presence now. Um, just e- even in my daily life, just when I'm in my car, um, and when I'm leading worship or uh, just being a mom, um, his presence and being aware of it all the time affects um, your decisions throughout the day. It, it, uh, it affects your attitude, it affects how uh, you function. And I feel uh, very, <sighs> humbled to know him in such a personal way and to know that this guy that is so great and awesome and massive, um, to know that I get to have that in me, um, that love that is indescribable. I get to have that in me and that changes me. And I don't know how you don't love that. I don't know how not uh, to love him when I'm aware of how much he loves me and um, moves me and works in me and how much he gives to me of himself.
0: The second question that I sent my sister was, a lot of times people draw a box around the word worship and they simply relegate it to singing songs or attending church services. Could you help our listeners expand their definition of worship by sharing your thoughts on it?
1: As a a worship leader, I get asked often um, what I think um, worship really is, or... um, my opinion, what it is to me. And sometimes that, that's asked as a question to um, challenge me and sometimes to, to even criticize me. Um, uh, maybe, uh, well, that wasn't what I expected out of worship today or um, that's not my idea of what worship is. And, um, and those statements come because the understanding um, is that worship uh, is, is within the parameters of, of what happens on a Sunday Sunday morning or Sunday evening uh, what happens uh, in a service at a set amount of time where we all sing as a body uh, to the Lord um, while that is um, an opportunity for us to to worship the Lord it's, it's um, it is it uh, is very much so putting worship in a box um, worship is more than that it is um uh, I'm risking being cheesy here, but I say it a lot. Uh, it's my part of the conversation. Um, I talk about God, um, being with me, um, communicating with me, talking to me all the time. And it's my opportunity to, um, prove to him it's, it's the proof of my love for him. It's, uh, it's not just when I, I lift my voice and I sing or I dance or I play my guitar or I lead the congregation, um, for a few minutes and together in that act, it's, it's also worship for me is in, um, how I speak to my husband. Worship is in, uh, how I speak to my children. Worship is in how I do my job and I doing it as unto the Lord, um, and how I'm treating others, and how I'm loving people. Um, am, I, am I taking care of the hungry? Am, am I healing the sick? Am I taking care of the widow and the orphan? Am I um, doing those things, or am I stuck in a box, in a building? Um, but worship is bigger than that. It is, um, for me, It's I get to show him uh, my adoration, I get to expand on, um, my devotion and, um, it is simply an exchange for me um, with him and it's nothing, um, that I like to do more than worship. And uh, if you're going to just talk um, about, um, uh, the praise part of it, where, um, we sing and, and, um come together, um, as a body and praise the Lord and worship the Lord and thank him for what he's done and his sacrifice on the cross and for creation and, and just exalt his name. Um, it is, um, it's my, fix. It's my addiction. It is, um, something I crave more than anything. It's more healing for me than anything. And, um, I, I, I leave Sunday night, and I, um, I can't get uh, enough uh, Monday. I, I, I want to get to Tuesday just to worship him more. And uh, there are um, too many days in between Sunday for me not to worship him on those days too. And uh, there are many ways to worship the Lord, and um, I love to do it in song, and I love to praise him and. Um, one of the ways that, um, that I do that is, um, just me by myself in my kitchen with my guitar. And I, um, sometimes I'm, I'm playing songs that, that other people wrote. And sometimes I'm just worshiping, um, spontaneously and stuff I'm writing on, on the fly. And, um, those are my greatest communion times with the Lord, um, we just loving on each other, just loving on each other. And, um, it's healing, it's empowering, and, um, there's no greater, um, feeling than when you know that, you, that you've brought joy to your savior and that you've, you've talked with them again, that you've met with them. And, and, um, I, I, I don't know how much of, uh. Of a worship leader I am, per se, and I I know that um, I want to be a a worship instigator. I want to encourage people to um, just continuously worship. The Bible says to continually pray, and for me, that's that's even more. It's uh, continually be in conversation with your Savior, whether that's um, on your knees or um, lifting him in song. Singing hymns and praises, or um, just talking to Him—all um, acts of worship—and how we um, represent ourselves as as worship leaders. I know that this podcast is is directed uh, towards that. Um, I believe that one way, uh, specifically, that worship leaders um, worship the Lord outside of. The church atmosphere is to represent them at all times. And um, I think that it's important that, um, especially as a woman, we tend to be highly emotional. And I know that that in my family, we're highly dramatic. And um, um, I think it's important to not appear as if the only time you have it together is when you're on stage. Um, That means that my walk with Jesus um, needs to be real and it needs to be evident in my life all the time Um, that I'm just not, I'm not just a a worship leader when I'm on a stage or when I'm with a group of people or in a Bible study. I'm a, a worship leader all the time and that's how I worship the Lord by giving him that part of my life. And, and asking him to, to please him daily and um, to live a life of worship.
0: Next I asked my sister, how has being a worshiper brought healing and restoration to your life?
1: I had mentioned before just, um, times that were really dark in my life and especially in my twenties really. And the, the road back from, um, those places were, were long and they were hard and difficult. There were, there were consequences, uh, to decisions I'd made and, um, consequences to um, to sin and to, um, just a number of things in my life. And, um, but I, uh, immediately, um, repented of, of that life and, um, just started down this road of restoration. And one of the ways that I did that was with worship. Um, never really, um, with a goal in mind ever to, to lead a group of people in worship or to even uh, be a part of a worship team again or um, to be a songwriter or any, anything like that, um, but uh, the Lord used um, uh, the gifts he had already given me to, um, to begin a healing in me, and it was a way that um, he got me to spend time with him the love for music, and the gift of music, and, and worship, and singing, those were still in me, and they were still calling to me, and He used them to um, bring us together, and bring us closer, and just slowly over time, um, I started healing, and it was through um, song that I really started to hear some of the things that He was saying to me, and it was some of the same things he'd always said. Um, and, but it's funny how, um, God, uh, comes to you where you are. Um, he speaks to you in the way that you understand for some people. That's, that's the, that's through uh, a melody and, um, he, he's a good God. He's a good God. And he's, he often still, uh, uses worship uh, to heal me. Um, uh, when we lost, uh, my sister, I tell you, um, I just couldn't function outside of, of worship. I needed to worship and I still do. Um, sometimes it just really hits hard, the, the unfairness of it all. And I can physically ache, you know, and, um, and I'll just start worshiping the Lord. I'll just grab my guitar, and um, I'll read the Word, and I'll start praying, and then I, I just start singing to Him and spending time with Him. And the healing comes, and He's a good God. Um, he knows what your Band-Aid is, um, but I know that um, uh, worship can be healing uh, for, for, for anyone. And then it doesn't have to be with a guitar, you know, just turn it on in your car and or turn it on in your kitchen and just, you know, let the Lord speak to you through song.
0: Then I asked her about the fact that she sometimes leads congregations in corporate praise and worship in a ministry setting. And I asked her, how do you prepare your heart for those moments in worship? Here's her response.
1: I prepare. Um for worship when I, when I'm leading a congregation in worship, um, I pray a lot. And then, um, I had said, I, 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 spend a lot of time, uh, with the Lord, uh, with my guitar and just the kitchen and whatever, um, um, God starts speaking me to me through in song. Uh, it's usually what I end up pulling. Um, God has, a as a funny way of, of getting, uh, an idea through to us. And it, when we're in the word and when we're praying and we're in constant communication, um, that door opens up and you you, you realize, um, God has been directing me here. God's been teaching me this. And, um, it inspires certain songs. Um, certain songs will just catch and, and hold or whatever. But, um, and I know that, um, I should, I should say something profound about practice and, and playing skillfully. Um, but I think for me, another important thing that I value a great deal as a worship leader and, um, that I count on is just surrounding yourself with great people who have the same love of worship, have the same vision of worship um, who are also in conversation with the father and who can bring you back down to earth when you're maybe feeling a bit too proud and they can bring you up out of the ditch when you're feeling inadequate and, um, get your eyes back on what they need to be on. And, um, just have a good time and good people feel, feed your soul, you know, and, uh, I wouldn't want to even attempt to, uh, uh, lead a congregation with the group I have. God has blessed me with, um, some amazing gifted people and I would say, um, the practice is important. um. um doing things that, uh, doing it well for the Lord, attempting to do it well is important. And, um, but I think along all of that is that prayer is a big deal. Uh, we pray, um, every day. And when we, we get into the word and, and we pray, um, together as a group before we lead our congregation. And I think that's just important to, uh, remind the, each other what we're there for and to let God know that we know what we're there for and that we we are humbled and grateful to uh, get to lead this uh, chorus for Him.
0: And finally, I asked, what's your favorite worship song? Could you pick one for us?
1: Oh, man, this is a really hard question. Um, this is like asking me what my favorite candy bar is or my favorite movie um, I'll cheat a little bit. My, my favorite hymn is In the Garden. It's no brainer for me. I just, I, I just love it. It's yummy good. And then, um, oh man, this is hard. You know, I love Chris McClarney. Um, and he has a new one out called Yes and Amen. That is fantastic. Um, I love the group I am they Um, oh man there are so many that are just wonderful I have a brother who has a new CD called magnify it's pretty good too (laughs) and um oh I could just keep going I I could just keep going that's too hard a question um oh you know uh I, I think that I change. I think I change like, like weekly. So, um, I'll just stick with those. But, you know, ask me again next week.